This is a Jamin Shaw on WBCA 102.9 FM, Boston's local community radio station. I'm your host, Jai Bonnet, and my guest today is wonderful actress, Erica Hubbard. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for having me on your show today. And um, I'm, I'm happy to talk with you about entertainment. Tell us you get started in, in the entertainment field as an actress. I got started in the entertainment field as an actress. Well, first I was a model. I used to be with Ford Models. I was the Noxzema girl, the first uh-huh. African-American woman that was the Noxzema girl. And then I actually ended up being the clean and clear girl as well, <laughs> back to back. So um, I started at Ford Models and then my agent came to me and she said, Erica, you're like booking a lot of, um, you know, modeling gigs, but people are saying they like your personality. And I'm like, oh, thank you. That's cool. Great. And she's like, no, no, no. My point is, is that I think you should do television and uh, film and commercials. And then voiceovers. And so then I was like, huh? And then I kind of went into doing that at the age of eight. Okay. And um, nine, I found myself doing theater. So I went right into that too. So that's how I started at the age of eight, um, being a Ford model and then going into television and film commercials, voiceovers and stage. Now, my favorite show is Lincoln Heights. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Okay, Lincoln. Oh, shout out to everybody still watching Lincoln Heights on Hulu. Thank yeah. you. So what was it like to work on that show? Working on Lincoln Heights was a dream come true. And uh, people who watch it can see the passion that was involved in it. it. It was passion all around, not just with the actors and actresses, but also with the grips and the gaffers and the camera. The, everything was top notch. The directors, the writers, um, Kathleen McGee Anderson, Kevin Hooks. We, we, they really put constructed a well thought out um, classic, classic television family drama and I was just happy to be a part of it because um actually before I I got the job you know because I'm into theater I saw Russell Hornsby on stage and was in awe of his work and I was like lo and behold I didn't know I was gonna work with with him for four years but I saw him doing theater first and I was like just like mesmerized by his talent Mm-hmm. And Nikki Michelle, I had saw her work too. Um, you know, she was on the Showtime series. Mm-hmm. So I was watching her and I got to work with them. And it was just like, wow. And then Chadwick Boseman, rest in peace, came in. And um, genius, yeah. genius. Just uh, he, his passion for the arts was just superb. Mm-hmm. Um, he lived and breathed uh, entertainment and um, was w- cared about his, his character work. Mm-hmm. And so being under that guidance, working with those that the, 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 my colleagues, mm-hmm. I learned how to, um, you know, the, find the moments, the beats, work the scenes, um, learned about all the all, everything it takes to make a great scene. Yeah. That which in turns makes a great television show. So, yeah. Do you still keep up to the cast of Lincoln Heights? Yes, yes. I, I keep in contact with um, Nikki Michelle, okay. who is uh, doing um, marvelous right now. Amazing work still. I'm, I'm in all of her talent, too. Oh. Um, and my Sean and Robert, he just posted something about Lincoln Heights the other day and got a lot of people on his Instagram page commenting how they love the show and they're going to rewatch it on Hulu. So that was cool. And then people are saying, you guys need to reboot it and bring it back, you know. So hopefully that's in the works. Okay. Now, now, out of all your shows you worked on, what what is your um, favorite show? My favorite, 
Um, I, I can't say I have a favorite because I'm, I'm a character uh, actress who happens to be a leading lady. I know that's a lot because I'm putting two two fields all in one. Yeah. Most people just do either the character or that, but now they combine it. Um, so me playing different characters, can I tell you my favorite character I'd like to play? Yeah. Um, so I, I, I did an episode of CSI Miami and I played this party girl that was fun but then i played a ditzy girl on everybody hates chris who was like delusional so that was fun and then then i played um on cold case um a perturbed character who was really couldn't figure out life and kind of just was free-flowing so i like that so i mean i like different stories to bring the character to life per se than um my favorite my favorite uh show okay I thought you said that you went to Columbia College. Um, mm-hmm. What made you yeah. choose that college? And, and what was the major? What was the major there? Woo! So, <laughs> to make a long story short, I am an athlete. A lot of people don't know that. I Ooh. did track and field all throughout high school, and um, I ended up getting a scholarship. Mm-hmm. To, you know, I was good with the two hundred, and then I'm a high jumper too. So. Uh, I thought I was going to go to college to, you know, with a scholarship. And I, I was offered a scholarship and my parents made me turn it down. They're like, no, we don't want you to be an athlete. I'm like, what? They're giving me a scholarship, oh. you know, like, but I don't have to pay loans. And they're like, no, you're going to go to Columbia College. I was like, what's Columbia? They was like arts. Oh. And I was like, what? So I said, wait, 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 wait. Mm-hmm. I've been doing this since I was eight. And by that time I'm 18, why would I go to school for something that I've already got experience in. They're like, cause it's going to excel you. And it really did excel me. I'm so glad I went to Columbia college cause I minored in theater, uh-huh. learned a lot. Um, They're working with people from Steppenwolf, Looking Glass, Improv Olympic, Groundlings, Second City, um, the Goodman theater. All our professors came from top notch theater uh, companies and it helped excel. It did help excel my career. <laughs> So yeah. I minored in theater, but my major was journalism. So okay. I'm, I'm, I really can be a private eye investigator. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm really good with um, researching, researching stuff. I will research, and by the time I figure you out, I know everything about your history because we really they have a good journalism program. So we were under um, the guidance of people who were actually private eyes and detectives and stuff. And then also they had a program where we would help solve cases for people who were um, were serving life sentences and how to get them off. So um, my major was journalism. My minor was theater. We went to the college, Boston Community College of Boston, got my social degree in, in liberal, liberal arts. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Liberal arts. Yep. That's what Columbia College is liberal yeah. arts. Yep. Um, can you talk to you a little, a little bit about the Elka Hubble Foundation? Sure. So while I was filming uh, Lincoln Heights, I we got phone calls on set to visit uh, the youth in impoverished communities. So I got, we had a lot of phone calls from nonprofits and across the world, across everywhere, the globe. And um, I would travel on my days off on the weekends and I find myself in um, Tennessee or Detroit or Mm -hmm. Georgia talking to youth about um, how to think 
beyond your situation, which is most definitely needed. They needed mentoring. Um, A lot of kids were in at-risk communities or underserved areas, and um, they didn't see a way out. They didn't think, like, you know, they they thought this is it. And so I was trying to explain to them, which I I did a good job, because I'm an example of a child coming from the south side of Chicago, from um, an at-risk community, that if I made it out and accomplished something, you can do the same, you know? So, um, you know... I mentored the kids and uh, by the time I, I finished doing like maybe two or three of those, mm-hmm. um, I kept getting more and more phone calls. Word, word started traveling and uh, the Boys and Girls Club, I ended up speaking yeah. at a conference for them and Read Across America. I started reading books on, and talking about literacy, which I am a children's book author as well. So I believe in literacy. And I decided at one point, wow, I'm doing so much of this. I need to create my own nonprofit and, um, you know, carry on helping to serve communities that are at risk. So I created the Erica Hubbard Foundation. And so, you know, if anybody goes to the Instagram page, uh, the underscore Erica underscore Hubbard underscore foundation uh, or the Erica Hubbard Foundation dot com, you'll see that um, I travel around to mentor students who deal with self-awareness concerns, mm-hmm. bullying issues, mm-hmm. um, and help boost their, their self-esteem. Because okay. you are what you think, literally. Absolutely. You are. You can think yourself into success or you can yeah. think yourself out of success. So mm-hmm. I literally um, love doing that and um, inspiring, uplifting, motivating, you know, uh, the youth. And also I give away scholarships, which is important, too, because, you know, higher education is important. Is anybody I mean, five for scholarships go to, to in Florida? Oh, uh, you know, yeah, you know, people email me and they tell me, you know, their GPA, what school they're going to, what their major is, and there's an essay you write about how you think you can change the world through your major, and yeah. that's how I give. That's how we give away this scholarship. Please, I, we're giving away our fourth scholarship. I know you work on a phone called My Perfect Wedding. If I, is, is that coming up anytime soon? Yes. My Perfect uh, Wedding is actually out now streaming on BET+. Plus. Thank you for everyone who's watched it and supported it. I appreciate it. I appreciate everybody who supports my work. That's what I, I love to do is I, I love to inspire and entertain. Mm-hmm. So if I'm not working with my my nonprofit, I'm on set somewhere and trying to give people good entertainment. So My Perfect Wedding is about... A lady looking for love and she looks for love sometimes in the wrong places. So she's trying to figure out exactly how to look for love in the right place. And Mm -hmm. what do you need um, from a person to reciprocate that love so it can grow and it can flourish and you could live happily ever after. So it it was a near and dear project, near and dear project to me because I hold it dear to me because, you know, I was recently divorced Mm -hmm. and um, I was like, okay, I got to get this thing right. So kind of, I was, you know, I just identified with the character, you know, um, her choices. So when I got the material, I was like, wow. Uh-huh. The choice, the initial choice she made first, I felt like I made that initial choice in find, uh-huh. trying to find a relationship. And then the second time she got it right. So um, My Perfect Wedding is streaming on BET Plus. And it's a good love rom-com rom, rom mm-hmm. story. Okay. And how about the Vampire House of Kane? And look, is that coming out too? Yeah. I'm excited about that one. That's going to have a whole release. Yeah. Uh, we put the poster out the artwork out just so people can get excited about it uh-huh. <laughs> when i got the material the story for that i i said i'm doing this i'm doing this because mm-hmm. really sci-fi you know if you don't see it come across the death too much you know such yeah. a good story like that okay. i mean the last one i thought about was angela bassett who played a uh, vampire in brooklyn 
Yeah. And I was like, okay, you know, I, I want to follow in her footsteps and play a vampire too. So I was excited that that role was offered to me. And it's coming out. It's coming out. It's coming out this year. Okay. And also I have a spy uh, movie coming out, which I'm happy about because I got to do all my own stunts. Oh, awesome. Which is a lot of hard work. But yeah, it was a lot of um, combos and kicking and jabbing and a lot of boxing. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited about that. We're um, It's action packed. Oh yeah. A spy who killed me. It's action packed. So my goal mm -hmm. is so nobody gets, you know, um bored by my performances. I like to do different types of genres, you know. So mm -hmm. I'm the actress. You'll see me in a spy film, you'll see me in a, a sci-fi, uh comedy. Then I'll turn around. I got a drama coming out too. Mm -hmm. So I flip it. <laughs> okay. I got a, I, I policies and procedures. So that's coming out too, which is whew, that that's about um neglect child mm -hmm. child neglect and it's it's a deep story mm -hmm. so but i was happy to direct uh the film starring trey trey cheney and audrey fafard so they did a phenomenal job i wrote it directed and produced it and uh, i'm excited for people to see that when mm -hmm. it comes out this is wonderful to hear thank you <laughs> so what advice can you give actors that want to be or don't be actor what advice can you give us what advice can i give uh, actors and actresses um, and thespians mm -hmm. is to create, create and creating doesn't necessarily have to mean you get when you get the job or when you're some people say, oh, it's self-taping you're creating and you are, but you want to keep it going. Yeah. So in theater school, how do you keep it going? You we read plays. Mm -hmm. We read plays all the time and um, memorize monologues and perform them, whether you're performing them. Um, to a crowd or if you're performing them like, you know, solo on your video camera and posting it. So just keep creating, whether it's writing um, and fleshing out characters in a story for the, those who are writers mm -hmm. or if it's directing. If you're directing, do, direct a short film. Don't just wait for somebody to call you to direct a project. So just keep going and doing it. And that's what I've been doing. Okay. I, I've been creating, even when I was on Lincoln Heights and Let's Stay Together on BT, I was to the Cinderella store, Keelan, to be in between those breaks. I was either on stage, because I'm, I'm an NAACP theater nominated actress yep. too. So I would take breaks to go back to the stage. <laughs> um, and then also I would take breaks and do short films. I did a short film way back called Someone Heard My Cry mm -hmm. and wrote it, produced it, starred in it. So us creatives have to keep it going and build the momentum. And then, um, hey, you know, then you building the momentum is creating and then calls come, stuff starts coming. Because what you put out, it, I really believe it comes back. You put out work, it's, more work's gonna come to you. Like to, um, to be famous, I mean, to be movies. What is it like? Uh, it's just like um, a, a lot of uh, an extended family. Because uh -huh. <laughs> people, when they pass you, they tell you how much they like your work and they yeah. support you. And all the love and care and kindness is just like what your family does with you when they tell you they're proud of you. So it's having an extended, extended, extended family because yeah. people are, um, you know, um, celebrating your, 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 your work all across, you know, the world. And it's, it's nice, you know, to bring joy to people, you know, bring happiness to, to people through the arts. I definitely agree. Um, yeah. Is there any way that people can audition to be in some of your films? Oh, wow. Yeah. Nice. Um, you know, when I, uh, put out my next project, which is coming out, um, I'm going to shoot it in uh, the end of this year, okay. um, November, December, I put out an announcement and then people usually contact me via email. 
mm-hmm. email, which is on online, or they contact me through the uh, they DM me and send me a message and be like, hey, can I audition? Do you have a part for somebody? And they give me the age bracket or whatever, and they'll give me their headshot. And so that's what I do. <laughs> so yes, yes. When the time comes, yes, I have a, a Christmas story that I wrote that's called nice. Holiday Mistletoe. So I'm going to be um, auditioning people for that and um, making the story come to life. I also hear that you with them. They work on children's books as well. Yes, yes. I'm so excited about my children's books. Actually, I get to read my children's book at an um, arts festival in by Aspen in Aspen, um, Denver, Colorado. Ooh, and um, for for um, June June nineteenth celebration. Okay. Yeah, so I'm happy that people are asking me to be involved in that holiday mm-hmm. to come and uh, share my my work and basically. My, my children's book is about, I have two of them, okay. kids that get bored in the house. You know, I'm a mom. It's the time I'm bored. I'm bored. I have different activities for you to do to occupy your time and to keep you busy. Okay. And so it's two fun filled books of things that you can do to um, have fun besides saying I'm bored, I'm bored, I'm bored. So it's it's going back to when we used to, you know, hopscotch or, uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, play double dutch or stuff like that, yeah. you know, <laughs> or even if you're baking your favorite cake with your family and it's just pages back to back, um, picking up recycling stuff around the neighborhood and going to the recycling um, bin or gardening. So it's back to back to back stuff that you can do fun um, with your family and your loved ones and your friends. Well, hello there. This is the J-Man Show on WBCA 102.9 FM, Boston's local community radio station. Sometimes people shoot shoot a project and it goes to, to, to stream um, on television. I'm doing the festival circuit, so I'm excited. We're going to have screenings and stuff. I'm submitting to a lot of festivals. So um, the point of that film, in all seriousness, is to uh, put the message out there that there are kids that neglect it. Okay. And um, the, the lady in this uh, loosely based true story um, is trying to get her child back. And the, the, the things that she has to go through. Right. But also it talks about the foster care system. So what happens when a kid is neglected? And then um, can you get your kid out or can you not? So it mm-hmm. talks about that. Okay. And um, it's it's a true it's a story that's near dear to me because, um, you know, my parents, my family and I, we um, adopted. We fostered it. We fostered. I don't I don't think we get to the point of adopting, but we fostered a, um, my my brother. Oh, really? And so we love him. We love him. So we raised him. And um, he came from neglect, a neglected home. So we we invited him into our loving home mm-hmm. and uh, he had counseling and everything. So um, it, it just I want to show more awareness about that and how kids need to be adopted or and fostered. My aunt also is a foster mother herself, you know, so she's adopted. Oh, nice. So, yeah, so I definitely agree. Yes, it's important. It's important because the, the kids need homes. They need loving homes. And um we we it's a good thing to do mm-hmm. you know yeah. it's a really good thing to do so um, i want to sh- uh, bring more awareness to it so we're gonna be traveling around the world around the globe uh mm-hmm. sharing that message any chance that you might go to boston yeah really okay i'm gonna have to put that on my list then okay yes. most definitely um yeah we're going all around the world and the country i have to say because <laughs> one festival is in paris okay so uh, we're going all around. So, yeah, I'm going to have to put that on my list and see, make that happen. Thank you, Bibi. Yeah, that's the need. Well, thank you. Okay. And, thank uh, you. 
you still model? Yeah, I um, I'm I'm more focused on directing, writing, producing, and acting now. Okay. Uh, but that is how I started out, you know. Um, and also, I still have voiceover stuff that I do from time to time, mm-hmm. which is um another skill set that I love. Yeah. I have a Disney, and this is a, a, a old Disney series that's still airing that people are loving that's airing on Disney+. Plus. Mm-hmm. So I'm happy that everybody's watching The Replacements yeah. on Disney+. Plus yeah. And um, that is still airing. But I feel blessed because a lot of the stuff that I, um, classics that I did are still um, streaming, um, like A Cinderella Story, Akilah Naveed, Sister to Traveling Pants, a lot of stuff. So, um, but I'm also excited about the stuff I have coming out, like the vampire film. So yeah. <laughs> I just, you know, I just want to keep the momentum going and building and keep entertaining. That's good. So what was let let to, to work with Philly Duff? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Jennifer Coolidge. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah she, she's she, been, yeah, brilliant. she's a few years for Harvard. Brilliant. Of so, uh, working with Hillary Duff. You know, when you get to that level of um talent, <laughs> I got I met her right. When she was doing Lizzie McGuire and just it's top notch, Mm -hmm. remarkable, magnificent. I'm just throwing out words that um, she's that she possess. Um, And so when I'm working next to her and her passion, I I knew it was going to be a classic. You could feel it. You could feel it. Like even working with next to Blake Lively on Sister Traveling Pants, you you just know it's going to be a classic. You know, um, and I've been fortunate enough to work with some of the greats, but because I have to um, pay homage to Sheldon Patinkin, who was the theater department chairman that taught me a lot so I could get into rooms and work with people that were um, established and, and, and work with them um, on that playing field. Yeah. So I owe a lot to him at Columbia College. Rest in peace to him. He taught me a lot about um, the craft. Well, I'd like to look, look at Kiki Palmer. She's one of them. Uh, she's another talented force to be uh-huh. reckoned with. Yeah. <laughs> when she did a killing to be and carried that yeah. film, she did a phenomenal job with uh, uh, alongside Lawrence Fishburne, who yeah. was brilliant, mm-hmm. genius, Lynn yeah. Angela Bassett, and Curtis Armstrong, too. Yeah. It was just like, wow, this is just that's a that's a magical moment that happened mm-hmm. for me. And um I'm grateful. I'm so grateful to cross paths with a lot of um, giants in the industry. And I just want to keep putting out good work, okay. you know, so people can enjoy it. That's what that, When it comes down to it, it comes down to how do, do people enjoy your work? Yes. Because that's what it's for. It's for the people who are viewing. And um, as long as they say they're happy yeah. and they comment on your page, they loved it, then I'm happy. I did my job. Absolutely. So how did COVID affect you? Ooh, yes. It was a tough time because people's health was at jeopardy. Okay. And I was nervous because it was the family members that had it and then I caught it. And so it was a tough time for the industry, but just for the people all around in the world. It's everybody, your family members. So um, I still have family that still um, have it and they're catching it. And so I'm just like, you know, it makes you grateful for to be living. Makes yeah. you grateful for life because you just never know. Mm-hmm. So, in all humility, it's it's grateful to wake up and to to, to see the sun again every day. Yeah. Um, it, it's a tough time. It's tough times, but you know, um, we also have to remember to celebrate life during those tough times mm-hmm. because uh, you know you got one more day again to you know mm-hmm. smile, cheer somebody up, or yeah. and to say, hey, I'm here, you know, and. I think that's what matters, just to focus on being optimistic about life 
gotta gotta remain optimistic. And things do happen that are um challenging. Mm-hmm. But um, you got to find peace within so you can carry on. You really do. Because if you don't have peace within, you can't carry on. And that's what I think is important to find peace and know that um, you'll get through the challenges. We'll all get through the challenges. But uh, the great thing that I focus on and always think when something negative happens, Mm -hmm. you know, you focus on the negative thing. But you got to also focus on something positive, too, was that. (laughs) <laughs> they started airing a lot of stuff that I had did in the past. Oh, so people yeah. got to see my work again. And so if you miss something, you're like, oh, I didn't know you were in Chicago Med. You did an episode of NBC Chicago Med. I'm like, yeah. And they was like, I just saw it. So then you can entertain people and people could be happy, you know, and because uh, inter- entertainment, mm-hmm. it's a good way to escape life and all the problems to watch something good. Like it's oh, yeah. the ultimate form of entertainment um, when you get to see something good. Um on, on, on pr- when you're watching your programs mm-hmm. so people got to see some of my old work and it, it was good because i brought some joy to their home yeah. while we were quarantined <laughs> yeah. talking to your sister Black. oh i appreciate that thank you I'm, I'm happy to speak with you today this is nice yeah, me thank too. you for the interview absolutely so thank you for coming on my show it's just a blessing you know i know so much about you i just have, have a few more questions okay Okay, sure. Let's go. So what inspires you? What gives you inspiration help to do what you do every day? Uh, what gives my inspiration? Doing what I do every day is... Um, <laughs> that's a good question. I want to say I'm going to take it spiritually because I'm a very spiritual person. Just making, bringing people cheer and joy. And I get it almost every day because somebody's always sending me a nice, kind message on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter on how they enjoy my work. And so... I, I I love to um hear that people like you know what I do and it um they're enlightened by it so yeah. it's all enlightening. So what do you see yourself years from now? Yeah, down the line, what I'm manifesting for myself is to win a lot of awards through my work. Okay. Uh, so I'm trying to do award winning uh, pieces now that really touch people's hearts, heartfelt. Mm-hmm. I think when people see policy and procedures and certain people have, they're like, oh, my gosh, that touched me. And that's that's the goal right there. It's to do something that leaves a lasting impression um, in your life through my through the work. What do you like, do you like to do for fun? What do you like? <laughs> OK, <laughs> great question. <laughs> uh, what I like to do for fun is travel. Mm-hmm. I love traveling. I just got back from Paris, which is oh, beautiful. Wow. Um, I'm London, uh, Belize, um, mm-hmm. different parts of Mexico is beautiful. Um, I went to Tahiti. I went to the island of Morea next to Bora Bora and wow. stayed right in the ocean on, on an overwater bungalow where it's just you could see the ocean right through the glass floor. And it was so peaceful and zen and calming. And it was an experience of a lifetime, you know. So I love the ocean. Mm -hmm. And uh, I I love good cuisine, too. Mm -hmm. So I'm a foodie. Me too. To me, that's fun, eating good food. Yeah. You'll be Being a foodie is fun. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So I love all different cultures of food. You know, if I'm eating some baklava, people are like, what's baklava? Something I love to eat. (laughs) 
You know, so yeah. <laughs> I'm eating so, uh, so I eat, I eat everything. I eat everything, sushi, everything. Just give me some good cuisine. So to me, traveling, eating yeah. good food and laughing a lot. I like to be around people who are uh, lighthearted because yeah. I don't like that, that stress. I don't want the yeah. stress around me. No, yeah, yeah. I like easygoing, fun, loving people, you know, we'll get through life just fine. <laughs> so, and I love reading books. I'm a bookworm. Um, it's, it's bad. Uh-huh. I, you, sometimes people say, oh, reading's not bad. But my reading, though, I read like a, almost like 10 to 11 books a year. That's what I did last year. It, yeah, I'm a bookworm. So I, I know knowledge that sometimes I can't share because people are like, huh, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? So, you know, I'm talking about DHA. And they're like, huh? And the studies show the DHA. And they're like, what? <laughs> so right now I'm taking a course, um, an online course at Yale University. Awesome. <laughs> on the science of well-being so uh-huh. okay i'm nerd a little bit so i like to study a lot too that's fun to me to study and learn different things yeah. i just took a class on um cpr okay. and uh defibrillators and how they work and what you do mm-hmm. did that so i have all this um knowledge about different things you know yeah. tuning forks we can talk about tuning forks. people are like huh what is that you know so I'm, it's mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> That's good. That's wonderful. Yeah, you know, because I, yeah. I but 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 the Mexico, Mexico too. My family on the cruise, it was wonderful. I love it. It's so beautiful when you get to travel and see the the water and be at peace. Oh my gosh, there's nothing like it. You rejuvenate, you restore your 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 soul, your spirit. Yeah. You know, you have to take those breaks. It's a mental break and enjoy enjoy mm-hmm. life and um be at peace with things. Do you love going going, going to Walt Disney World? Oh my gosh! Yes, I've been to both Disney Disneyland and Disney World. Oh my God! <laughs> yeah, stuff like that is fun, yeah. and it's much needed. It's mm. it's vital and detrimental to um take those breaks and to um go to amusement parks and um vacation vacation uh places you know resorts yeah swim yes. Mm. It's yeah. good. So you you have to work on all, not just your financial health, yeah. but your spiritual health, your mm-hmm. mental health. You have to work on all those components to be a well-functioning person. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I can tell when somebody needs a mental break. I'm like, ooh, you know. <laughs> yeah. I can tell because, you know, people who um, are well-grounded, and, yeah. you know, in, in their being, you can yeah. tell, okay. Mm. <laughs> so I try to make sure I do that for myself. So yeah. I could be uh, the best representative for somebody else if they need help in any area of their life, you know, I'm pushing them. Come on, keep it. Come on, let's go, you know, edify somebody and build them up and let's go. And this is what I do. I hope it works for you type of person. Now, I'm not a life coach, uh-huh. but I most definitely want to see the best out of a person. If you're in my presence, I want to pull the best out of you. Yeah. And um, if I can't do that, I hope you seek it somewhere. Because yeah. I want the best for I want the best genuinely for everybody. You know, live your best life. <laughs> that means a lot. I definitely want to be the best. Yep, be the best. Live your best life. You know, I definitely will. So, how do you deal with rejection? Great question. Very a phenomenal question. I mean, when there's a no, I get a yes. Oh. That's always that's always happened. So I always you know say, oh, that no happened because it's a yes coming, and it usually does happen okay. because that's what I confess with my mouth. Mm-hmm. You know. I speak to dry bones. So speaking to myself and I know that I'm what I'm manifesting is, is going to come to fruition. And it really does. Um, I really do you, what you think and you believe it manifests in your life. So when people say, why are you doing this? How are you doing it? How are you doing this? Because I, I, I believe in the power of belief. 
Mm-hmm. And um, I feel like if you focus on the negative, somebody mm-hmm. said no, somebody rejected. What does that mean? Uh-huh. That's a stumbling block, but you can't stumble over it. You got to hop over and jump over it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, you got to get to the yes. And mm-hmm. that's usually what happens. And um, I, I I believe in determination. Mm-hmm. And to not to get too deep on you, perseverance, tenacity, those words. Uh-huh. So when you have the pursuit that mm-hmm. I have, um, I don't focus on uh, somebody saying, I'm like, ah, they're not ready. Not that I wasn't ready. They're not ready for my presence. Oh, so because I know that um, I bring something to the table, you know, it's a gift and I, it's, 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 it's a blessing. So when you work walking in a miracle, you don't worry about who, who doesn't want to be a part of it. You just know who you accept who wants to be a part of it. You know what I mean? And then they that blessing, they can be blessed and we're all blessed, you mm-hmm. know? So I don't worry about that in this pursuit. And with my determination and, and, and perseverance, I know I'm going to be around the right people that I need to be around. And so far, my team is so good. I, as a matter of fact, I was um, thankful of my team today and the people around me and um it's it's good. My circle is good. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. So yeah. mm-hmm. there's no such a word rejection. <laughs> it's 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 a, a acceptance. Once you accept yourself and you love yourself and you want to bring love your loving self around other people, they'll feel that. And then it's like a domino effect. Other people will want to be around you too. Okay. That's good to hear. Um do did you also sing? Do you also have plans to, to make make an album? plans to make an album but i do sing um i sing a lot of gospel music <laughs> that gets me through the day so um that i don't have a plans to um uh to to make an album but it's just to uplift uplift people so if i do it at church or around my family mm-hmm. or you know singing in the house it's up it's, it's just to uplift okay that's that's one over here um part of this in fact well hello there this is the jamin show on wbca FM, Boston's local community radio station. Kind hearts. Uh, So it does affect me. And, you know, I want to be, I'm a humanitarian. So, of course, it's going to affect me. I'm a philanthropist as well. So I believe wholeheartedly when somebody has hatred in their heart for for another, that it's, it's a mental condition. It's something wrong mentally because a loving, caring person looks at people for the human qualities, not for something they can't control, like a, a color or a hue of their skin. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like, huh? Or even let's say, um, you know, people who are, uh, they just hate people, for just people. I'm just like, wow, I actually feel sorry for the person that does that because they they end up having more harm to their self. Every book I read, every religion I read, there's one secret to, to the world. Is one secret. And if everybody got that, their life would flourish. I don't care what religion it is. It could be Buddhist. It could be Christian, non-denominational, Baptist. Um, it could be, it's it's one universal law. Yeah. And if you have that one universal law, you, you, you become a success. So if you spend time hating, that stuff's going to come right back to you. You are what you think. Uh-huh. Not the person doesn't get hurt. You get hurt. So that's why a lot of good stuff can happen out of your life, because if you think good things about others and yourself, it comes right back to you. So your hands are like this. It's like stuff's coming in your hands. You're receiving. 
But if you're doing this and pushing people away and doing that, that's exactly what you're doing. You're harming yourself. And I just wish people would get that one concept because every single self-help book I read or religious belief is in there to love. <laughs> that's the key. And we can do that. Uh-huh. I know that's kind of crazy, deep concept, but trust me, I read a lot of books. And so uh, what you think really, really about people is namaste, namaste. You're in a namaste. What I see in you, uh-huh. it, it, it's, in, it's within me. And that's so true. So I try to find the good people. Unless you just have somebody that's like has a poor behavior, you acknowledge it, but run away from that. Yes. Run. Because the toxic person, their energy will drain you down, bring you down, yeah. and then you'll be down low like this. So you want to vibrate higher. Your frequency has to be high. So if you, I see somebody that's not operating at a high um, functioning level, then I'm like, eh, okay, love you, love you, love you, distance, bye. Yeah. But you know what? My vibe, my frequency is kind of high right now, and great things are happening to me, and I want to keep it flowing. Yeah. <laughs> so you, <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's it. And it makes you feel a little better, you know. So- oh, my gosh. People ask me how, like my dad always asked me, you know, you carry your worries light. You carry your worries light. And I feel like you have to. Mm-hmm. Every single person that I know that doesn't, uh-huh. they ended up making their own self not feel well. Yes. So you got to feel well about yourself, you know? It's just like you have to. Yeah. It's um, the mind. The mind, the mind, it can, it can, um... It can propel you into some great things if you let it, but you have to believe it. That's true. That definitely is true. So, mm-hmm. so <laughs> yeah. So what keeps you going? What keeps me going? What keeps me going is my own energy. <laughs> my own energy. So um, you know, I'm an extrovert. Uh-huh. I got high, I'm highly energetic. So uh-huh. uh I just think my my spirit and my spirit man keeps me going and it puts me in the right places. Mm-hmm. So I'm just grateful. I'm really living in gratitude right now. Somebody asked me, I don't have any jealousy, envy, hate, nothing for anybody. <laughs> like I I I feel so elated to um be on the journey that I am now mm-hmm. that I'm just living in the state of gratitude. I really am. Like it's just um Happiness makes you feel great. It just makes you feel so well. And I just want to share that with people because I don't want to ask when people are hurt. It's uh, just like the other H word is better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I really want to tell you, like, yeah. stop it. Like, really, you can be hurt for a second, but the other, find some happiness somewhere. Yeah. Oh, I wish I could bottle it up and sell like how I feel to certain people. Cause I mean, looking at some people like, man, I wish I could sell this happiness to you in a bottle, yeah. man. Cause <laughs> I want that, that feeling. I can't tell you, you know, yeah. you can show people, but uh-huh. some people don't ever have that feeling and you want that, yeah. you know? So no, but if somebody's just living in turmoil, I just like, wow, I'm shaking my head. Like, wow. I just, yeah. woo. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> I definitely, I definitely understand. So, so what makes you happy? What makes me happy? Yeah. What makes me happy is um, 
believing that there's more possibilities. Mm-hmm. You know, when something bad happens, I'm like, something great's going to happen. So all my family is like, we know Erica, victory's right around the corner. Because I always say, when he comes for you, like right now I have a concussion. Uh-huh. You wouldn't even know I have a concussion. I was in the ER yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm not focusing on that. Uh-huh. I'm not focusing on that. I focus on I'm out of the ER. Okay. I live to tell the story. I have uh-huh. actually a concussion, but I'm here being happy because I get to speak with you today and say, hey, I'm still alive. Yes. I, was in a, I was in a car accident. My this God. I got rear-ended, but you know what? I'm still alive. And guess what I did, right? This uh-huh. was like a few days ago, right when I... um. Got home. I made it when I made it home. Uh-huh. They were like, okay, what are we going to eat? I said, we're going to eat some steak and some veggies from Ruth's Chris, and we're going to eat well. Yeah. Spend all this food, spend all this money, because guess what? I uh-huh. get a chance to celebrate life again. Yes. Celebrate your life, because you live, to celebrate my life, because I live. Uh-huh. But literally, I was in the ER yesterday, like, and they gave me a shot to uh, for a muscle muscle relaxer then they gave me some uh, prescription for uh, my head because my head was pounding but you know what i'm happy to be said i woke up this morning to talk to you and this interview means a lot to me because and you know I, it could have been worse and so i'm happy i'm genuinely happy that um i'm here yes. i'm here i'm so happy i'm so happy you're here too you know it's plus thank you yes. thank you so you said you were, that you you were in a car accident? Um, <laughs> yes, a few days ago. Yes. Really. So. Oh, so. Do you drive? No, I. You know what? I was in the passenger. Okay. I was in the passenger seat when it happened, and okay. um, uh, it was I was stopped. We were stopped in the car, and then all of a sudden, you But what happened was, and and everybody out here, this is a lesson. Uh huh. Make sure when you're in your seatbelt, stay seated back. Okay. I didn't know that. I'm thinking you have your seatbelt on. No, no, it's no problem. I was leaning forward uh-huh. and um, still had my seatbelt on, but it snapped me back when the impact happened. And then my neck was like just like a huge jolt. And then that's how I got a concussion. I hit my head on the back of the rest real hard. And I'm like, oh, uh, it was crazy. So I was like, oh, I have my seatbelt on. But the impact was just, it was too much on that car. The slamming of the car was just jolting me back. And so all right here, the inflammation was already here, so they gave me a shot to loosen up, get the inflammation out of here, muscle, and help with the muscle spasms. And then they gave me the medicine to help with the concussion. And um, I just, I'm thankful. I thank God that I'm here to uh, <laughs> talk about my career, my life, and to share good news. I definitely agree. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you. So the guy that hit you, was he, was he drunk? Right? I thought he was. I sincerely thought he was. So I asked the um, patrol officer to give him a sobriety test, but he didn't. Okay. And um, the guy walked away. And um, I, I knew he was inebriated because he wasn't paying attention. Even when he got out, he was acting kind of like delusional about everything. Like, oh, well, they hit you. I can't believe this. Oh, yes, you did. You actually, you know. So... Again, I'm just happy to celebrate life and be here to talk about talk about it because uh, it could it 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 could it could have been worse. So I'm just so happy that um it did turn it it it, it turned out better uh-huh. for me um than what I expected. I walked away from a crash. That's all. It's a blessing to him. So glad you're alive. You know, it's like it's him. Thank you. So if if, if you want to an, an answer, right? What 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 do you think you might be? 
Oh, probably a news anchor. Because I, <laughs> I yeah. love that was my second occupation that I was going to do was be a news anchor. And yeah. uh, that's I have a lot of expertise on, um, you know, reporting, news reporting. Yeah. As, as we we studied um, journalism. I studied three types of journalism. Okay. I had a minor major and a concentration. I really didn't go into it. Oh, I'm kind of nerdy. Uh-huh. <laughs> I studied how to be a news anchor. But uh-huh. then we also studied. I also studied how to be a field reporter. But then I also took print journalism classes where I would write stories and stuff. So I would flush out stories um, beginning, middle to end on, um, you know, uh, in crime scene. But I also, if I didn't do journalism, I um, would come back and probably be a forensic scientist. Uh Is that, I'm like a right and a left brain person. That kind of um, fascinated me too on how to solve the crime scene and how the person, the time of death, how how they passed away and how the fatality happened. Yeah. So I would most definitely probably be some some sort of an investigator, reporter, or forensic scientist, detective. Yeah, I could still study that in college. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like um. See, so so it's kind of the same with acting too, because when we have a story from beginning, middle, and and trying to solve what the character's going through and yeah. evoke those emotions, it's the same thing. So I like just storytelling and figuring out the story and how to best relay it to the audience as much as I can. So as an actress. How, how, how do you usually get into character? Good question. <laughs> oh, you want me to give my secrets away? <laughs> oh, ha-ha. <laughs> I'm asking these questions. You got to pay me a certain amount of money. <laughs> and that's, that's a, that, that's a, that's a uh, coaching question. So how do I get into character? <laughs> um, there's several different ways to get into character. Several different ways. Some people get into character by method. Okay. Um, which is it can it can be dangerous depending on what the character is going through. Some people get into a, do substitution, so uh, a, a a similar situation that happened to you that may have happened to the character. That's mm-hmm. a substitution. Uh, some people get into character not getting into the character because there's people out there acting that's not in character that's just doing mm-hmm. like whatever they want to do on screen, <laughs> and mm-hmm. I'm like, what? Some people don't study, so uh-huh. that's another way. <laughs> you don't stay for the people who don't care, and then another way too is. Um, Getting into uh, multiple uh, multiple moments, so moment to moment acting, moment to moment, which is more emotional, and um, uh, we call it like a threading, like sourcing, sourcing the emotions. That that's because that's a theater term- terminology, like, um, because uh, on stage, you know, you're finding different moments to moments. Sometimes they, they, the people that uh, come from stage, like Viola Davis or um, Lawrence Fishburne, they do it in their work. That's what makes them so fascinating. Chadwick did it in his work too. Okay. He comes from the um, the stage so we're always you know trying to find it which will be different every single take which is different on every single performance on stage but the blocking stays the same of course your actions your cues all that stays the same but the um the beat the moments are maybe different so those that was i gave four different techniques that's it <laughs> do, do you think a stage fight sometimes yes Oh, really? that's the most exhilarating thing you could do as an actress or actor is to do theater Oh my gosh, I um, posted something on my page uh, yes, day before yesterday where I did a play called Liberty for Lydia. And I had to do a certain, uh, so, so, so a certain Southern dialect and I had to keep it throughout the whole play. And also the mannerisms was different too because, you know, she was uh, in a certain uh, body, body uh, frame was her body frame was different than mine and then also she was in a different mental state too so i had to keep that emotion going so i was working on one two three uh four five like five different things at once on stage and um 
it's hard, but it helps because then when you get in front of the uh, television, television and um, film uh, sets, when you get on those type of productions, it's easier for you because, you know, they cut. So then you can do it over and over and all that stuff. But honing your skills comes from um, the stage. So, yeah, I get stage fright. Stage fright is real. Mm-hmm. It's real for those who take it serious, you know, because yeah. you want to do your best performance and you want to make sure that character is is uh, relatable to that audience. Because this audience, they wait for you after this, the show's over. They're going to tell you exactly how they feel. <laughs> yeah. And they tell you exactly what they connected to and what they didn't. But um, I take it very serious. I take that very serious. I take the television and film very serious, too, because I'm a serious stage actress. And that just transfers over to uh, my work that I do on different sets for TV and film. That's awesome. And if you get, get an interview, you know, so, so before you go, how, how, how can my fans, your fans follow you and support you? Yeah, thank you for the fans supporting me. I appreciate you guys. Um, I'm on Instagram on one Erica Hubbard. And I'm on uh, Facebook as just just Erica Hubbard. And then also Twitter is just Erica Hubbard as well. And uh, I appreciate it. Yeah, talkbacks and the talkbacks and the feedbacks that you guys tell me about um, my work. And then also what people don't tell me, I want to put this out there. What do you want to see me do more of? Because some people just like my, my dramatic work. Some people like the comedy work. So I'm trying to figure out, I want to find um, one that I really do more of to um, entertain. Okay. The, the the people. So I want to make sure what what you guys what do you guys what, what does everybody want to see from me? What are my, my my people that that follow me and support me? What do you guys want to see me do more of so I can give you what you want? Yeah. <laughs> some people like comedy, some people like drama, but I want to know. So thank you uh, for following me on social media. Well, well, this was wonderful. You know, getting to talk to you and meet you, and thank you for coming on my show. You know, it's a blessing. Thank you, thank you. Thank God you. bless. God bless. <laughs> well, hello there. This is Jaya Bynum, the host of the J-Man Show. Thank you for listening to my show this week. A special guest, Erica Hubbard from Lincoln Heights, a wonderful actress. To hear her story and not how she came an actress is just a blessing. Um, and to have her on my show and to hear her journey, her story, and just talk to her is a, is a blessing. And so, Erica, thank you for coming on my show today. I'd love to have you on my show again. It was an honor to talk to you. And Wish you all success in the world, Joe. You're just you with us on the greatness, and to have you on the show as a blessing. So, thank you, Erica. I truly appreciate your time and your just your kindness and your love for my show. Thank you for supporting me, and I will continue to support you, Erica. So, with that said, thank you to my fans for supporting them this week to my show. I will have another show next week, you know. I'm not sure what's going on, but it's going to be a great show. I try to make sure that my shows are always. Talk about creativity, positivity, and inspiration of people. I want to be inspirational people and inspirational people's life in, in, in their lives. So that's all about you. I try and treat people with respect and kindness and hope to get it back in. So that's all about you. Um, so with that said, that's why I come on and say thank you, Erica, and thank you to my fans for making me the Jamie Show. What is today? I will not be here without you. If it was for the fans, you love your kindness and support. It means the whole world to me. And also, once they go, I also want to give a shout out to BNN for, for playing my show. A shout out to, I also want to give a shout out to Ashley Lewis, Brett Wardrix, please. But it's my show. Thank you for always sending my show and for being patient with me, you know, and, and always give me a chance to, to show, showcase my talent. And everybody being in you now, I want to give a shout out to you. For you know, for being patient with me, you know, and for letting me push my shows and take me under your wing, so it's a blessing. And uh, anybody else, you know, make sure you can see it on WBCA 
102.9 FM, Boston Book Commuting Radio Station. And um, that's also my show can also be seen on Challenge My Dream and be in and bd.org and also have, have all my shows on YouTube. So and you can reach out to me anytime, day or night. Cell phone is 617-792-0458. Email location J A I Y E B Y N O E at yahoo.com. So that's me. And I'm also on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Jive on 39. You can't miss it. So thank you all for tuning into my show. And I wish you all a successful week. I love you long. I love you strong. And please stay safe. Stay safe out there. This world is crazy. So stay safe out there. Be kind to each other. Treat people with respect. And make sure you take care of yourselves, especially in this COVID. Just, you know, hopefully this will go away. But still, Stay safe, stay kind, stay respectful, and please just love each other. Okay, continue to love each other, support each other, be there for each other. But that's what we need, especially now. So I just want to say that, and God bless you all. I'll be back next week with another episode. You are all up. Thank you for supporting me, and love you all. Love you strong. God bless you. Thank you. Well, hello there. This is the J-Man Show on WBCA 102.9 FM. Boston's local community radio station.